Hollywood's Everybody Look and Watch. It's Keep Up with Still Insane and Asla Mahler. Welcome, everybody, to the show. Here with the rest of the Keep Up crew. Like I said, we got Asla Mahler. We got Harry Attilio, my cousin. We got John Estrella, moderator. All of our birthdays just passed. It was yesterday for me and Harry. You know, shout out birthdays whenever the fuck we want because it's our fucking show. So let's get into it. What the fuck happened? And we're all quarantined. We get it. We're all isolated and shit like that. But what's up with all the fucking challenges? We got a father challenge. We got a mother challenge. We got mentally challenged doing all types of challenges. And then we got verses. So let's let's break down each one. Why is it all happening, Oscar? What's going on? Which ones so, have you seen? Which ones so, do you enjoy? And which ones piss you off? <laughs> so as you know, I've seen it on Facebook. I've seen the mom challenge, um, the one through 10 days. And you know, I get it. It's cool. Um, moms shouting out each other. Hey, look, we're all on social networks. We know who's a mom and who's not, okay? So I, I get it. Who's a shitty it. mom and who's not a shitty mom. Yeah, we get it. Exactly. We, we get it. It's cool and everything. But do I really need to need a reminder of the mom of the day or come on, like we're all parents. Uh, look, I'm a straight days of being a mom. Exactly. And we'll I get those pictures that we already saw. Go ahead. Exactly. And look, if somebody challenged me to a dad thing, I haven't seen a dad challenge. And if somebody does challenge me, I'm not doing that. Just you not. definitely challenged me to some albums. That album challenge with Nas and shit like that. What was it? Bill Clinton on the template? Yeah. yeah. And that was, that was different. You know, it's just, what do you think you're, your old time is of what you would love to listen to, but that's, that's different. You know, that's music, but mm-hmm. in, in terms of, you know, that I get it, people are bored. So it's, it's another way to, to get creative and look, everybody's going to get creative here. Hey, we're on a podcast. So come on. <laughs> but we're here to complain and we're from New York. Exactly. What and, what, and what do New Yorkers do best? Complain, complain. complain. What about the verses? We've uh, recently, I just saw, um, was it Baju Bantan versus Beanie Man? Uh, we've had Art. Mm-hmm. Well, I was about to say Art Kelly. Art Kelly versus Michael Jackson. No, Nelly no, versus no, Ludacris. Uh, yeah, that was a good. Uh, damn, you got I actually that. saw we'll break that. that one down. Ludacris now, and who is it? Ludacris and, uh, and Nelly. Oh, and Nelly got rocked. Yeah. Now, um, Teddy that- Riley and um, Babyface, Erica Badu and Jill Scott. I think are coming up. So yeah. So which ones yeah. did you see? Um, I saw the Nelly and uh, Ludacris. It was it was fun, you know. It's the music we grew up with in high school, and yes. it, it, it it was great. But the one thing that ne- I don't know what the hell was going on with Nelly's Wi-Fi at the beginning. Like he get <laughs> you know he's like thunderstorms, and it was funny though because it it was going on real time and everything. But I do want to see I want I do want to see Jay Z versus DMX. Damn, yeah. that's a little that's a little hardcore, bro. Like I don't think. But see, that's the um, DMX has been calling him out, and he's been saying, "Come on, get it done." You know, I'm ready. Um, DMX uh, wants to battle him really bad, but you know, Jay Z's a billionaire. Does he have time well, for when, this? Well, when you're a crackhead and all you're doing is freaking picking at Frito Lay's all day, like I don't think Jay has that kind of time on his hands. It would exactly. have to be like a DJ. It would have to be a DJ battle, just playing their songs because yeah. Jay Z does not have time to do that. Exactly. And now Eminem publicly said that he'll do the DMX. Um, uh, DM uh, well the DMX Eminem you know battle but that's a more realistic because yeah. Eminem is obviously as talented as Jay Z but like he is a mogul but a different kind of mogul like he's not yeah. somebody that's like in the boardroom or in like a corporate office or something like that usually 
Yeah. Eminem is usually in the studio. So that makes sense that he would have more time for that kind of versus battle against DMX. Yeah, so um, Noriega on his um, show. Um, great show, he, great podcast. Yeah, so he's been um, he's been saying, look, Eminem is ready to do it, but DMX is really, he's really set on, he wants to battle Jay-Z. Who knows if it's maybe a personal dilemma that he has or he just wants to say that he has better bars, he's had better singles, who knows? Well, all I know is DMX's first album, it, it's a classic. What, of course, uh, the first three are classics. Uh, then there was X, Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood. Uh, it's Dark and Hell is Hot. Um, he's actually the first, I believe, rap artist and hip-hop artist to send, uh, to sell 10 million records in one year. It was two albums, actually. Both of the albums came out in the same year. It's Dark and Hell is Hot and Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood. And then after that, um, Jay-Z went five times platinum, so he was the record holder. And then after that, Nelly and Ja Rule and all of them, they started going diamond. And uh, hip-hop was just going out yeah. fucking high in the sky. Yeah. So I'm a little annoyed with the verses. I'm not going to lie. I think it's a little too much. But I get annoyed with things that are done too repetitively anyway. But I get what you're saying. There's people under quarantine. We're all fucking bored. we got to find ways. And uh, you got to avoid this grumpy old man named Stilvin Sane. That's all I got to say. And yeah, you know, and like you said, everybody's creating... Um, I don't know if people are familiar with Some Good News by John Krasinski. That's right. So he started just, his just own... To the outline. <laughs> yeah. So he started his own YouTube channel. And, you know, at first, I didn't want to watch it because I'm like, okay, I know he's trying to stay busy. But then I started to watch. And as I started to watch more of these episodes, it's one of... It's basically news that makes you see everything else. Aside from everything we're going through, COVID, the quarantine, it really makes you feel good about everything that people are doing. You know, whether teachers are... Um, showing up in front of kids' houses outside, and they're helping with with the homework. Oh, you know how you feel about that? <laughs> yeah, so it's it's really it's really nice to see some really good news out there. It's one of the, it's those episodes that really touch your heart, and they're, they're tear jerkers, obviously. Yeah. And so some big news has come from that. Also, he sold his show to CBS Viacom. Apparently, there was oh, a, of course. Yeah, apparently it's, there was a big a, uh, a, a big, big there was a big yeah. award. Exactly. NBC, CBS, they all wanted it. Yeah, and you and know what? Good course. for him. If he can, if he can get, if he can get money during the quarantine, why not? He's already, he's already one of the one of the classic actors from The Office. There's an episode if you're a big fan of The Office where he actually does a marriage proposal. Well, he puts on a marriage proposal that was inspired from the show. Somebody proposes in front of the gas station, and then you know he contacts those people personally, and he gets a whole office cast on there. And it, I and it's really, the episode. Oh, I thought yeah, you were talking. Yeah. No, no, but it's it's really Spoiler cool. Alert. Right, yeah. You're allowed to spoil shit, motherfuckers. Well, it's, it's, yeah, like it's some good news. It's on YouTube. Oh, it's right? Some good news. I thought that that's NBC <laughs> Universal. That's not some good news. That's that's the fucking no, Office. Point if you haven't seen The Office by now, get you on tell it. The whole, you tell like a major plot line and like how they propose. Like, <laughs> but um, point blank, you know, he he finally he finally made some money off of this, and that's good. You know, everybody should be making money during this. Why not cash in? Well, yeah, no, he's cashing in. It is, it is a little bit of a sellout, but John Krasinski, I don't think he's ever made that uh, point not clear. So yeah. I can't really judge him on that. It is really cool. It's not my type of jam. I actually like my news being a little uh, morbid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, man. My, my news is like my vegetables. I don't need it to taste good. So, like, when it comes to, like, feel-good shit, like, you should look for that on your own. That doesn't need to be... Uh, 
uh, freaking curated by John Krasinski. But whatever, yeah. that's just me. Um, I've never seen it. I've, I've heard, of course, tons about it because he's such a popular dude. I like him. I don't watch Jack Ryan either, but I love John Krasinski in general. Quiet Place is amazing movie. A great fucking film piece. I can't wait for the second one. I love his wife. I love his family. So I'm a big fan of him in general, his brand. So I'll always root for him, even though I don't consume what he's doing. What the fuck did I hear? Uh, why so many cover songs? Recently, uh, I'm a big fan of Joy Division, and uh, we had, uh, sorry, um, Joy Division song, I don't know why I just forgot that, that sucks. There we go. Really, so nigga? We have Disorder, wow, what a fan I am. Um, we, have, <laughs> we have Disorder, and where is the Zoom? How did I get out of the Zoom? Oh gosh! So explain what Joy um, Disorder is, or oh yeah, Joy Division is an old school band, and lately Third Eye Blind, um, a few other bands on PS I Love You. Uh, a lot of people have been doing that cover for that song, and so many covers for so many songs. But lately, I don't know if it's because of the quarantine. I don't know if people have access to studios and shit like that. But lately, people have just been covering old songs, and I'm not even a big fan of covers actually. I love original material. I love when people do new things. I'm not even a big fan of reboots. I'm not a fan of any of that shit. I like when people make original content. I like when people have original ideas. Um, if they do it, I'm not going to be mad about it. But like, that, I'm just asking, what's up with all the cover songs? Hey, man, it, you know, it, it all goes back to um, originality. Uh, a lot of people are copying. We don't know what the hell. They, maybe not everybody is, is as creative, you know, and... Yeah, at the same time, are they paying tribute to that? Of course they are. But at the same time, do I need to hear something that's already been done? No, I don't need to yeah. see that. It's the same thing like you said, the reboot. If you give me, it's a big difference if you give me a movie or a video game. Do, do I rather play a video game? Hell yeah, that's a reboot or a remake. But in the, in the essence of reboots, I don't need to see that every five seconds. Everything is getting rebooted. We, For example, I'll just give you a little quick thing. Um, we just saw a movie last night and I suggested that it should get rebooted, remade, and we'll cover that later, but it's just something that not everything has to be rebooted. We've been having cover songs I for agree. years. I there's agree. so many Christmas albums and people who've seen the same 20s Christmas songs and there's like a hundred different versions of it. <laughs> yeah, even even with Christmas songs, Harry, or anything, like Adam Sandler, for instance, with the Hanukkah song. That's why I love that song so much because it's so unique. Like there's not that many people who sing about Hanukkah in general or even in a funny parody way. And uh, the songs that I love for Christmas, um, obviously it's not because it's, it's, it's become more of a staple now, the Mariah Carey song. So I can't even say that that's like a unique thing or even the Wham song, uh, Last Christmas, but, or, or uh, Africa, uh, all these people. When, when, yeah, there's so many people that are saying great. And Mary J. Blige has a great Christmas album. I don't mind that, but don't sing. You're right, Harry, don't sing the classics. The classics... Yeah. I mean, remember, but there's a market for it, so it's not like you can't like you can't abandon it just because I don't like it. But I'd rather original shit. Yeah, remember, Justin Bieber has a Christmas fucking album. Like, come on, do I really need to hear that shit? No, I don't need to hear anything from Canadians. (laughs) I've been telling you about Drake. Take that back. That's right. Oh, damn, OVO. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> I'm not worthy, Drake. I'm not worthy. <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like I said, uh, oh, so let's get into uh, um, acquisitions. Uh, hit us off with Joe Rogan's big news. Hey, yeah, uh, so Oscar. like you know, I've been a I've I've been a big fan of Joe Rogan. Um, uh, we all know him. A lot of people, if you don't know him, he you know Fear Factor days. NBC show. That's right. Where, he was on Fear Factor. I forgot yeah. about that. It's got a now, really he, long brand. Yeah, he's uh, he was also a professional UFC fighter back in the day, and you know Still he. Ripped. Yeah. So and you know if if you have if you're not a fan of him, go check it check it out. He has material for everybody. He he goes on with celebrities. He goes on with doctors. It's a great podcast that he does, and he's on YouTube. He's on almost every platform. But now he just signed a hundred million dollar a year deal with spotify and you know spotify is getting up here i thought it was just the overall deal no it's actually a year because he's actually he's getting a hundred million dollars yeah and what and that's more than howard stern that's crazy yeah but he's up there now and remember he's 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 one of the very few person people on um spotify and all these other places that he's on obviously he spotify signed his deal with him so he could be an exclusive just for Spotify, which is yeah, weird. Joe because... Button is like that. So is uh, the Ringer, and that's yeah. a whole network. And that was three hundred million dollars. I thought yeah. that, th- and that was just a real acquisition. Are you sure it's annually? That's what they. That's what they're reporting on. You know. Oh the... wow, that's a no. lot of money, dude. Yeah, they're not I gonna mean... just keep him for like. Oh, maybe, maybe like there's an opt out or something. But yeah, and he's... a lifetime contract. I would stay on that damn contract forever. Like, yeah. and he's <laughs> well, one that's of those a great yeah. negotiating point too. Like, even if he did get to another contract, he'd be like, "You're gonna pay me two hundred million a year." Like, so the reason that his contract is so big is because he's generating over a hundred and forty million downloads per month on his mm-hmm. podcast. So, right. like I said, he has he has content from um, doctors to celebrities. The biggest celebrity I've seen on on it, um, he has he's gone from Robert Downey Jr. to any Jamie Fox, you name it, you know. And th- the best part about his podcast is that he has personal relationships with a lot of these actors or celebrities that, and just everybody across the span. So when Including, you get uh, Alex Jones, yes, <laughs> and, but, but you know that those are those are some of the most entertaining. If you can sit down and, and listen to the the amount of bullshit that comes out of his mouth, Alex Jones, Humanoids. Joe Rogan is one of those very few people that can put him in check and just be like, "Shut the fuck up, let me talk." Yeah, he does. You're going on on a rant, like, and it's and it's actually fun to hear him shut him up and be like, "Look, you're on my show. These are the rules. Don't go crazy with the conspiracy theories." Let me fucking speak. So sure. it's a lot of fun, you know, and it's big news. You know, we're all here trying to do podcasts. And if the one of the biggest, they call him the pot, one of the biggest pot fathers now, obviously. He is. Yeah. So, it, you know, good for him. He also has a stand up comedy show, too. We're all Resting. on Netflix. It's hilarious. Yes. And right. he's, well, not just yeah. a show. No, he's a, he's a stand up comedian. He's, he's pretty consistent, not just one. He has a few of them on Netflix. Uh, yeah, the UFC brand, the MMA fighting, the uh, Fear Factor. I, I definitely forgot about it. I can't believe I forgot that he was on Fear Factor first before mm-hmm. Ludacris and like before they canceled it. Yeah. Was a terrible show, by the way. No, he just. <laughs> it was. I mean, I, the, the amount of money they gave to the contestants to fucking eat roaches, man. Like, I'm like, ew, dude. Like, this is a terrible show. Like, why would they do this? Like, get, get them like, some, like how to be a millionaire or something like that. That's way better, bro. Like, way less risk and reward. Yeah. What the fuck did I watch? Paul Girl, which was recommended by my sister. Uh, shout out to Snow Buddy Dad. 
my sister Jenny. Um, it is about this really hot actress. I'm joking. She's not. She is a hot actress, though. Um, she's young. She's cool. She, her name is Ava Michelle. She plays this. That's my gripe with the movie, by the way. Um, she plays this really tall girl in high school. Everybody's like chastising her, ostracizing her, bullying her, all that good stuff because of how tall she is. She's not even that tall. She's six foot one. That is tall for high school. I'm not gonna lie, but like I've seen taller, and I've actually dated taller. You've seen it. Hey man, uh, I'm five foot three, <laughs> so that's fucking huge. Right, Daisy Pena. You were, you were, she was tall. She was hot. She was tall. It happens, man. People are tall. But the thing was, she didn't look dorky enough to me. She was hot. So, like, men are not like that. They're mad short men that like tall women and whatever you want to call them, Amazonian and shit like that. But to me, she wasn't like masculine at all. Like, it was, it just wasn't believable. And it was I just remember really her. She was a giant. Um, I saw a Toy Story. She was a giant. Yes, well, she was. But, like, if you look at her Instagram account, she has like over a million followers, I mean, and she's hot. She's, she's, she's a dancer. Though, like, so it makes sense to me anyway. that she has that kind of body. But, like, well, well, that, that that is true, Harry. Me and you are now the same height. I remember when you were a little. What? My no. Guy. My guy. Damn. So, uh, I also saw <laughs> Toy Story 4. I don't know why they keep making these movies. They're they not need that to stop. Good. They do need to stop. And to be honest, they're, like, very episodic. Like, they're yeah. not, like like a very motion picture feeling at all like it's just it should like, stopped oh, another story adventure story. and it has like nothing like consequential to like their story plot at all Andy except for like what happens to done. Andy anything that happens to Andy that is like more permanent whatever happens to them is just like another day in the fucking uh, freaking toy box Andy has yeah. moved on with his life let's get over it we know we know toy you know we know um Tim Allen Tom Hanks we know you guys were great in that yeah. role next Sid Sid was more interesting than fucking Woody I want to see Sid torture some fucking toys, okay? And they dumbed down um, Tim Allen. Tim Allen barely has any jokes now. Exactly. Like, it just, it, That's why I, I love like Key it. and Peele. I love the addition of things. They got a little darker in the last three and four. I'm just not... I'm, I'm done with them. Yeah, that's why number they'll one... Keep making them. They'll probably make a five because, like, it's voiced. So, it's, like, they're all pretty popular actors. In the end, it's all about the money. That's what the it's all cash, about. The cash, the cash. I'll tell so, you this. Uh, I also saw the, uh, the Wrong Missy. I believe you did, too. Um, that was very funny. Um, it was a little sloppy, but it was yeah. back to like old school root comedy of Adam Sandler's crew, Happy Madison Productions. Yes. You had Lara Love, uh, what's her name? Uh, Laura Love, Love yes. Lackis. Lackis. She's a really good person from, uh, Funny or Die and a bunch of things, Parks and Recreation. She's been on all types of shows. Um, David Spade, um, long time Black Sheep, uh, SNL alum, Tommy Ooh. Boy, he's the man. Uh, Rules of engagement, great sitcom. He was on. Exactly. Rob Schneider. Oh, there you go, Harry. That's one of one. That's hey, one of my favorite roles that he was. Emperor's New Groove. Oh, I love. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, that is his best voiceover work. Yeah, exactly. I saw the Grace and Frankie uh, season finale. That was really good. Um, I'm not going to spoil anything with that, but that's a that's a, it's an awesome show. Next season is going to be the last season. I saw on Quibi. I have a trial version of Quibi for three months. Um, I got to see some episodes of Reno 911. It is hilarious. It's even funnier than it was when it was on Comedy Central. Um, it's still produced by Comedy Central. They're eight minutes long each episode. Um, each Yeah, that's what Quibi is. It's meant nice. to just be on your phone. You can't download it anywhere else but on the mobile phone. So like, if you're on the go, like there's a show with, um, with what's her name? Sophie Turner from uh-huh. uh, Game of Thrones. She has a oh, show on uh, there. I haven't watched it yet. Um, Nicole Richie has content on there. There's a few things on there. Quibi is pretty cool. So, and it's it's beautiful quality, 4K, HD, all that shit. And it just 
It's just meant for your phone. And when you hold it too, when you hold it, the the camera view when it's um freaking vertical pans. Yeah, pans perfectly, perfectly. So when they're moving, if it's vertical, it shows you exactly what you need to see from the scene. If you do it wide, obviously it's wide version. So mm-hmm. it's, it's actually really cool. That's and where they so have Quibi, that. Quibi's run by all the TV networks, by the way, just kind of like Hulu was until it got bought majority by Disney. So it kind of like was what Hulu was. They all developed it together. That's where they have that um, that David Serling uh, documentary also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I didn't see that. But no, no, um, I, I, that all of them. I think it's like Whitman and shit like that from Google and somebody okay. from Universal. But like Quibi's pretty cool. All right. Now you're a big fan of Rick and Morty also. Yeah, I didn't finish episode eight, but um, it, it's been wonderful this season. It's been so fucking fun. Now, I'll be honest. I'm a little bit ashamed. I've heard great things about Rick and Morty. I haven't seen a single episode. I know. We, we, Oscar, we're, I think the fans, including us, I think we're starting to know how lame we are. <laughs> so Look, I will have I, to approve on that. I will check Rick it out. Rick and Morty is too good for you to freaking miss out on. I believe you. You need to get out of your comfort zone and watch. Start watching some fucking good ass programming. <laughs> I believe it's true because some people like fall into their niche. I, I'm the victim of that. We all do that. Like sometimes well, like, we go, "Damn, I know what I like, and mm-hmm. I'm just gonna keep watching that." But that's then, the same. how do you? How, how does that work? Like how, how do you enjoy that? Just seeing the same things over and over no, in a different but, variation. But I'll be honest with you. If you recommend a show, I will have no problem checking it out. My brother-in-law Matthew he recommended Vikings to me on Hulu. Love that, Vikings. And see, I've never seen it. I'm I, um I'm gonna try it, especially because the, the next Assassin's Creed game is based on Viking Lords. And they have a bunch of shit. The Last Kingdom is actually based on Vikings. That's actually a story, but they go more in depth into the the uh, the king that went off. Whatever. Yes. It's really good. All of them. All of them. Uh, oh yeah, there's a show called Ragnarok also on Netflix. I think that they're all based on Ragnar, Ragnar Lothbrok. The nice. uh, the uh, descendant, and you have uh, what's his name? Um, uh, oh man, I forgot. Ironside, Bjorn, Bjorn Ironside. He's actually really popular in uh, Viking mythology, Valhalla. You'll like it, especially that you'll see that. Again, you didn't get into God. Whatever, we're not going to get into the video game. I know. No, um, I'm Team Lawrence. I keep uh, Insecure is getting real good. Oh, um, that's all I have to say. Team Lawrence in the fucking building. East is fucking up on the show. We don't need to discuss that. We'll discuss that more because nobody watches it on this damn show. I want to get a. You do? Of course. Insecure. Oh, I'm mad at I did not know that. Well, anyway, I'm Team Lawrence. And I'm also Team Lawrence because I'm Team Molly. Fucking mm, Issa is I'm a not selfish Molly. little bitch. Molly's a bitch. Let's just say that. Ah. I'm just going to say Molly. I'm going to say she's not a bitch. No. She's but a. Issa's mad selfish. No. I, no, 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 no. Name something she's done for somebody. She had a block party. <laughs> Look, that her brand party. name on it. That block party was fucking lit. <laughs> and that's why I know, but that's why I like she got in that fight. It's no problem. I don't mind. I love what she's doing. But I love her entrepreneurial skill. Yeah. Okay. We're, obviously, look. If you haven't seen it, Insecure on HBO, go check it out. It's it's a really so funny show. So it's one of one of the funniest shows that I recommend. Um, you have a, a <laughs> you have a, a a recommended crew. That has been with her, with Issa. Issa's the main character. I'm not going to get into any details, but it's one of the funniest shows on HBO right now. Just go ahead and watch. into kind of the details. Like, she she used to work at an after-school program. And throughout the show, she progresses as an entrepreneur. But, like, 
as she progresses successfully throughout corporate or wherever, wherever she is professionally, um, she kind of, but, but it's, it's not unique in that area though. Protagonists always become the most annoying character later on for the other characters to develop. So, and Issa Rae is a genius. So she's so fun on her as a creator. She did this on purpose. She needed it to be divisive, not needed it. She wanted it to be divisive. She wanted it. Like we said, with the verses, we have all the artists, we have all the movies. People have been doing that lately, not even just with that. Movies, Godfather versus this person, this yes. actor versus that person. I'm like, God damn, just go jerk off. <laughs> no. <laughs> and like, that, the, and like the normal people. Yes, and that's and that's a great um, that's a great way to say, and, and you know what, I'll, I'll promote Issa all the way, because she's funny as fuck. Her, her movie, Lovebirds, awesome fuck. I haven't seen the movie yet. I know, I know. We're not gonna mention that now because I didn't see it either. I'm watching it tonight, so we'll put that on next episode. There you go. And I'm watching it tonight. Um, but one of one of the the main actors on um, what's that show called? Uh, Silicon Valley. I love that show. And I don't want to oh, butcher Camille and Johnny. There you go. Uh, damn, I, was about to say, I don't want to. I don't want to butcher his name. But but the dude started. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but look, he's he's funny as fuck and oh, so. Yeah. Cheap. They put a movie on Netflix, and I'm. And I'm he's not. an Academy Award uh, nominee. Yes, for, uh, oh, the sick. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, that was a great. That was a great freaking the big sick. That was a great movie. Awesome. And it was about him and his wife. So good, nice. so good. And she's also a comedy writer. You need to check that out. Uh, real quick before we get on to the next uh, Zoom reunions, the reason why I put that on the outline is because Dan Harmon is the creator of Rick and Morty, and he's also the no, creator of Community. Did it. you see Community, Harry? I felt that you did. I am. I haven't seen a new season, but yes, I'm on Rick. You and are on Rick and Morty. <laughs> Love that show. Okay, cool. Nice. Good job. So Dan Harmon, like I said, he is the creator. And um, I just wanted to know your opinion, guys, on Zoom reunions of television shows. Like, we've had The Fresh Prince. We've had Community. We've had Parks oh, and Recreation. We've had, I've actually seen none of them, by the way. I've, I saw the Parks uh, and Recreation. It was see a reunion that bad on, on a Zoom. Married, you get to pretend they're in separate rooms. Yeah, like... Um, Oh yeah, they were scripted April, on that one. Who April and uh, Andy are technically married in the show, so they had to be in separate rooms because in real life they're not married. So kind of like the aspect of the show changes, uh, and like yeah. someone dies, but they're back to life apparently now. So like it's a little confusing on the you know that one. Yeah, that's crazy. Now, anyway, moving on. I'll give you a couple uh, a couple that I've so you guys recommended Good Romans. One of the best recommendations you guys have given me on Amazon Prime. It's funny. It's witty. You know, look, if you're not a, if, if, if you're very religious and, you know, you believe in certain things, this this might not be the show for you. It's a great they do comedy. They that show a lot, the Z-Lots. They yeah, do. I always see it. So, look, it's it's a funny-ass show. Kim and I have loved this fucking show. It's one of the, what's one of the better shows with great writing. It's it's amazing. I'm, I'm not going to go into, into details, but I'll give you another show also that is that I started watching today. Run on HBO. I've been putting this off because I don't Lee like Walker Bridges. We're big fans. Fleabag. You never seen Fleabag? No. Hold up. So you're watching that show, but you've never seen her prime. Like, and she also writes. Uh, she also created Killing Eve. Okay, I haven't. So. Wow. All right. You but went these straight are more for recommendations. The newest show. You went straight for a newest show. She's also done uh, Crashing. Yeah. So anyway, keep going. Okay, so now run on HBO. So I don't know if you have seen the, um, the Star Wars movies, but um, I can't remember at the top of my head. But um, the redhead that's in those um, in those movies, Mary uh, Weaver. No, no, no. The the main actor um, from the run? Star Wars. 
No, no, no. From the Star Wars, the new Star Wars. Um, oh, I was talking about the the making of Mandalorian. That's not, oh, no, 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 not yet, not yet, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but basically, put it this way: Run is a great HBO show where um, it, it's basically a college couple who they made a pact when they were in college. They, you know, college sweethearts. They made a pact that if I text you, run. You have to respond back in 24 mm-hmm. hours, run, and you have to meet me at Grand Central Station in New York City, and we're going to take the first train out of, uh, out of New York City to Chicago. And it's basically, look, if you're married and you understand what it's like to live on a day-to-day life and, you know, what, what you go through with your kids, is it a fucked up show? Yeah, it is. She basically does something yeah, that... she leaves her husband, I think. i never seen it, but... I don't. I haven't finished it. I'm on. I'm on episode five, but it's just it's a great the same show. Same dork from like Mad Men and shit. He's always getting left. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it basically is. So <laughs> you know, it's it's just a good show of what happens next. The great thing about the show is it's only 20 minutes long per episode. HBO classic. HBO puts out awesome shit. Now mm, let me get into. Maybe this. I'll watch it. Maybe I'll watch it one day. Uh, what we should do, which we should make a pact that uh. No, no, don't date anybody over 200 pounds. And, uh, and if, if that happens, we write, we text each other, run. I know Mary Weaver. Okay. All right. So, uh, we are going to, yeah, we saw, I, I've seen the Teddy trailer, Teddy trailer. They, they showed the Super Bowl. They showed a second one recently. It's a fucking amazing looking movie. Christopher Nolan's the man. We love David, uh, John David Washington. John David What's Washington. Son. What the fuck did I play? And I want to, uh, real quick, I want to say Devil May Cry 5 is fire. They redefined the series recently. So they stopped at 4 on, I believe, PlayStation 2 or 3. And um, it got it got in disarray. It was a great franchise. But 4 is where people started getting frustrated. They were just like, it's the same engine. And, you're, and the story is getting a little... The story was not that bad. It's just that the engine was very repetitive. So on PS4, they re they just redid it and went through a whole new story. Then they went back to the story. So they did the, a whole new engine, tried to like make a new origin story, which they did. They accomplished that. They erased a lot of things that happened in the third one. And now in the fifth one, they went back to the story of Nero and Dante. And uh, it, it's, it's really good. And you get to play two characters. You get to play V, who doesn't really fight. He has like a dagger. And he, he puts these demons on you. One that flies, it's like a griffin, and the other one's like a panther. And they fucking break down the fucking demons. And then you, when they're about to die, you just take the dagger and you go, give him the finishing move. <laughs> and Nero, he has one arm, and he does the classic gun, the unlimited ammo. And he also has a sword and shit like that, the, the, um, the Sparta sword. It's built in hell. It's fucking dope. Dope-ass game, great graphics. Very quick, too. Um, still rewarding, great combos from Capcom. That's why I'm surprised you don't play it. Capcom's like one of your uh, favorite publishers. I love Dante, and I like what they've they, they've made a, a comeback. It, it wasn't good for a little while, but now it's amazing. Now I'll tell you my little quick um, insight of uh, what I think of Dante's Peak. I've never been a big fan. I played the first game that was right after when it released. I I, I didn't dig the whole story of Dante and Hell and all that bullshit. I was never a big fan, and I'm pretty sure it's a great game. I've just never been a big fan. I know it's Capcom made Resident Evil, obviously. Right, we know you need heaven if you're gonna see hell. <laughs> <laughs> I've just never been a big fan. The combos, all that. I mean, look, believe me, I played the game. I haven't played this title that you're talking about. I, I'm just not a fan. It's it's weird. 
it's just certain games I, I just don't, you know, I, I just don't acclimate to. So we we see. We see. Okay. 2K struggles, uh dude. That that fucking game is hard to do online, man. I've been like I I tr- I've, un- I've unlocked like the Lakers from two thousand. I've unlocked the ninety eight Bulls. I've unlocked so many great teams, the Orlando Magic, and for some reason, and yo, people are <laughs> the biggest shit talkers. And for some reason, there's like this whole thing with computer defense. Like you're allowed to do, like you're allowed to have the computer do pick and roll and shit like that. But for some reason, if I have a computer like playing defense on like a point guard or something like that for a little while, and I try to hit back on the block, <laughs> I'm the cheater. All Yo. right. Now, Vince, look. Uh, uh, and, and get back to the fucking mic. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> now I'll tell you this. Look, me, you, Michael, Chris, Ian, we've all been playing this shit since we were in our fu- in our in middle school. So I'm gonna call all of you guys out. Yeah, that's Ian, Chris, Mike. No, you suck at two K. You can't call anybody out. You suck at two K. <laughs> 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 right, so you, lose, you lose every. You've been losing like the last like five years too. Like you're at, like with, like you won like one. Hold on. Remember the last time I we you won one. It you don't won one. It don't matter. But hold on. <laughs> so look, we're all on there. Two K twenty. We're up to that. We've been playing fucking two K since what? 97 2000. 2000 no no no. it wasn't in 97 it was 2k it was just 2k it was in 2000 since the dreamcast era yeah 2000 yeah no 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 no. alan iverson cover was the first one Mm -hmm. 99 what the fuck is what what's age of empire okay so age age of empire is one of those real-time strategy games it's something i downloaded on the pc just recently hey look if if you're like a roller coaster tycoon it's a great game it's something that you can go back to different eras. Look, I've been playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and I fucking hate that game. I hate it so fucking much that I downloaded a map to see what the fuck I'm missing. It really gets me aggravated to talk about this game. I don't want to talk about it no more. It's bullshit. Sure. Don't fucking buy that game. All right. What the fuck did I say? And I'm going to read off something from Instagram. I'm going to see true colors of the of the COVID um, experience. Disaster capitalism. Our present shouldn't be our future. So the point of this article is that basically small business services, people struggling with construction, like people like basically what's essential is like going to the doctor essential right now. uh, Not only is COVID up, obviously, because we don't have a vaccine for it. But a lot of people are not going to get vaccines in general. So because they're they're stuck at home and they don't feel like going to the doctor, they, they, they just want to be cooped up at home like the government told us to do. And so right now, vaccinations for all types of things, measles, mumps, all ty- all ty- anything that you could think of that kids are supposed to be vaccinated for and the dummies out there that think that it gives you seizures and fucking uh, the, the, the anti-vaxxies out there. We've already talked about that, so we don't have to get that far into it. But um, yeah, so right now with, so like I said, it's called, it's called, what's called capitalism? Why is my fucking shit acting? Of course, everything has to. True COVID-19 colors. But like, like yeah, no, but Vince, I, I completely agree with you. Look, I have I have two daughters, my kids, 
we've all look when I when we have when they have to, to get their shots, they get them, and you know it's it's something that as a parent you you disaster know you capitalism. Yes, keep going. Say it again. Say it again. Disaster capitalism. Exactly. Right now we're like we're, we're confused on what is essential. Like every like from the private enterprise of like what is essential. Like even like one of my relatives that needs to have reconstructive surgery. Like she has to have that delayed. Like what do we have as essential doctor visits? So right now capitalism is taking heed to that. It's not right now capitalism like takes the cake when it comes to what is essential instead of what actually really is essential. Like what keeps you alive? And look. Vince, we're we're going through all this together. You know, it's it's weird. You know, there's there's so many things. I I, I won't lie to you. It it's been hard to just fucking go out there and see the world and and, and what it's going through. So we're all going through it. But hey, I'm I'm just glad what? we're able to create something so the public can listen and we can keep going. True, true, and that's why this is called. All for none and none for all. Because people have really been fending for themselves. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I'm, this is not a negative podcast. It's <laughs> not trying to be all negative. But uh, I've been looking at my timeline. I've been looking at my stories and shit like that. And not enough people are taking this seriously. There are people taking it seriously. I'm not saying that. But people are fucking dumb. They're either taking, like, some drug that the president's taking they're either just going to the beach, not respecting any of the rules, throwing house parties, fucking going on vacation. We were like I just said, like the the um the capitalism shit. And like you said, Vince, you know, we're doing home improvements right now. People are doing all types of things that like are not essential. Like Amazon is like sending out fucking chia pets and shit like that. Like right now, we're not like really acting right, and it's just gonna last longer the longer we keep doing this shit. Yep. So let's let's wrap it up, Vince. Let's wrap it up. So you can follow us on Keep Up NY. That's on Twitter. We have a Twitch that's Keep Up NYC. We have Instagram, Keep Up NYC as well. That's one of our pride and joys. We have a good amount of followers. We're trying to add on everything, to be honest, all of our platforms. We have a Patreon account, Keep Up Podcast. And shout out to Harry. He set up a lot of these accounts for us. All right. Facebook, right? Um if look out for an invite for if you're a, a friend of us on social media we're trying to up the page um you'll see content you'll see updates of like all our episodes and our artwork and uh, our promotions and upcoming sweepstakes upcoming events we're gonna do all that shit we're on it we're here we're back so uh my ig is still insane same thing on handles on everything if you want to follow me on twitter all good follow the still insane cult then we have Oslamalo. He is also on IG. He's also on Twitter. Follow him on those platforms. We got John, ThundercatJohn.ttv. That's also for his Twitch. That is his Instagram handle. If you want to follow him personally, he probably won't follow you back because, you know, it's his personal account. He's got to have boundaries, guys. He's got to have boundaries. A John of all trades. That's my man, though. That's my man. Moderator, like I said, engineer, audiovisual. He does it all. He makes music videos. Fucking kicks ass on Twitch. Um, one of our producers, like I said, uh, at Jubear23, right? That's your uh, Instagram handle. Um, do you have Twitter, Harry? No, it's okay. Cool. He's over Twitter. Um, that means he's got to run that damn Twitter account for us then. 
<laughs> since he doesn't do that. But um, all right. So we'll see you next week on episode 66. We haven't come up with a title yet, but you know damn well it's going to be an overused cliche. You better shut the fuck up. Listen up. And keep up. With Osla Malo. And still insane. Oh, we're right now, homie. Oh,